Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. And now, Professor LeVere, if you please, the overture. What the hell is the Adventurers Club? The Adventurers Club was a, a drinking establishment in um, downtown, not downtown Disney, Pleasure Island in Florida. And it was there when it opened. And by all accounts, it's Joe Rody's masterpiece before Animal Kingdom. I think that he just probably sunk years of his life. So, in the, the, so the Adventurers Club was a Disney property? The adventure, the Explorers Club, is a real thing in New York. That's a bunch of you know a bunch of people that uh, tour the world and want to pay dues for the Adventures Club or the Explorers Club. And nerds. Yes, they're they're basically travel nerds, uh-huh. um, and they spend a lot of time in Asia. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I think that that Joe Rody just wanted to basically sort of build his own version of that. That's sort of a little a lot more fantastical than the the real one are there lots of snow leopards involved yeah, i'm sure <laughs> hundreds <laughs> hundreds of snow leopards do you have to wear a crazy earring to get in no <laughs> Whoa! you had to there was a there was a chant though um okay so let's let's back up a second so he wanted to build this crazy bar and they built this crazy bar and so it is kind of the amalgamation of everything that walt disney wanted to do with places like club 33 and uh, some of the stuff, the ideas for the um, that ski resort that uh, right. Country Bear Jamboree was uh, Country Bear Jamboree was designed for, where it's this 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 drinking and dining establishment that has a lot of fantastical elements in it, and they built it for the Adventures Club. Everything. Hold was on, hold amazing. on. You're just describing the Rainforest Cafe. I'm not. It's much better than the Rainforest Cafe, Louis. Well, t- t- all right, go on. All right. So, well, I don't know how we want to paint this picture. Um, do you just want to talk about the experience of entering the Adventures Club? It's probably most listeners have not ever been there before. Okay. So. Yeah, let's pretend that everyone is like me and has never even heard of this thing. All right. Well, so first of all, the thing that everybody should do is just is just do a Google image search on the Adventures Club and look at the exterior of the building and some of the the, the pictures on the interior because it's they. My words cannot do justice. All right, let me do this while you. I'm doing this right. Have at it because my words won't do it justice. It's it is, it is, extremely detailed. Um, it's basically the the nightclub bar version of Animal Kingdom. <laughs> uh, it has all of the detail that Animal that you know Asia and Africa have in Animal Kingdom. This um, looks ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So you'd walk in this building. And immediately you're sort of in this rotunda uh, upstairs, and everything happens downstairs. So, but they have this sort of sitting area upstairs where you could sort of mill about, and the walls are just festooned with artifacts and pictures. It's it's actually very similar to the queue of um, Expedition Everest. Yeah, it's the gonna, best. It the is best like to, I was going to say it's in some sense a very big Trader Sam's. Yes. Yeah. It's but okay. The, yeah. The mentality right. is very similar. And then, the architecture is very strange, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, the interior, I mean, it just looks... Uh, it, it looks very fancy, but then everything is very strewn about inside. Yeah. Yeah, it has a real lived-in feel to it. Had a real lived-in feel to it. It felt like it had been there for, like, 100 years. Wait, so do you become a member of this thing? Or are you yes, a restaurant? Sort of. <laughs> you become a honorary member, let's say. Boo. Okay. Yes. 
Uh, and so you'd walk in, you'd mill about upstairs, and then you'd make your way down this long spiral staircase down to the ba- down to the the ground floor, which is where the main uh, the main area of the the club is. And the Adventurers Club is actually kind of like a miniature Disneyland. It has a hub, and then it has rooms that are that uh, that radiate out from a center. Um, it's right. not, and it's not, it's not symmetrical. So they, they're kind of, it, it has the real ramshackle feel to it, but right. there's uh, there's like a ballroom and a trophy room with a bunch of masks on the wall and a library and, um, and this main room that has a state, a sort of a half stage. The ballroom has a big stage and the, the main, the main feel of the adventurers club was it's very adult. It's probably the most adult thing Disney's ever done, you know? It yeah. was definitely not for kids. Wait, there are strippers? No, but and it's not offensive, but it was very, very body. You know, all the jokes. It's just it's it's like the most innuendo laden show I think I've ever seen. And unlike most innuendo shows, it's actually really funny. Uh, and they had several troops of actors that were that uh, that that performed the show, and uh, they heavily encouraged improvisation with them. So every show you would see would be different. And every time I've ever been there, there'd be like the, the Adventures Club nerds who are always there, who sort of know the characters and know the actors. And they There's sort of, they, and, they, and they become, they kind of are, and they become this weird part of the show that doesn't, that is not official, you know, because the actors know them and they tend to um, interact with them a little bit more because a lot of tourists really aren't into having someone come up in their face and embarrass them, right? But people who like to be embarrassed by actors uh, tend to gravitate to that sort of thing, and so that <laughs> happens a lot um, because you get interacted with a lot at the Adventures Club because the cast, and uh, I would guess maybe ten members of the cast, they mill about like they're um, like they're just there as well. You know, they're just in the audience with you and they talk to you and they 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 do stuff, and it's kind. And, and I think the whole show is based around the idea that. Uh, every night is like this anniversary of the Adventurers Club, and they have a big show, you know, and they just put on the show all around you. It's it's really stunning how awesome it is. It was okay. So what what happens? I don't know. I th- I th- I have a feeling that attendance started to dwindle um, for the for the club or for Pleasure Island as a for whole. For Pleasure Island as a whole. And I think what else? What else was there? Did they have like a Cirque show, or was that actually just in the downtown Disney area? Uh, there's a Cirque show at the far end of downtown Disney. Uh, oh no, it's at the it's at the marketplace that came center much thing. Later, though. Yeah, and it's I don't know. The rest of Pleasure Island kind of sucked. I, I I'd been there a couple times, and nothing there was really that good. There was like to... a roller disco. <laughs> there was. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. There was. Yes. Yeah. There was. You know, it's funny that you know it's like uh, when Greg was talking about. Liberty Square earlier about how it it's easily becomes a Simpsons joke. The Simpsons joked about Pleasure Island a lot. And it was it was totally it was it was legitimately like deserved. You know, they had that club where every night is New Year's Eve, you know? And yeah. it, it, after a while those things just become very very trite. But the Adventure Club was not. It was it was sort of this special shining house on a hill. Oh. Oh, oh my God! Do you guys know the backstory for Pleasure Island? Yes. Okay, so uh, Greg, do yes. you guys do you know the name of the owner? Uh, yes, I I do. Unfortunately, this sounds yeah. like a thing that you would love. Yes, it's 
Yeah, just it's one of those naming things that, that bugs Henry me. Henry Mystic? Weird... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, Henry, same, same, what, yeah, what, what, Meriwether Pleasure or Mary something? Pleasure. Meriwether Adam Pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that kind of, <laughs> that sort of hokiness bugs me a little bit. I mean, I went to the Adventures Club twice, I think, and I always really admired it as a piece of design and loved the idea of it. My personal experience there was it sort of was the same feeling you know when you go to some some sort of show and there's audience participation and I'm one of those people that would not want to be in the audience participation mm-hmm. it's sort of I was sort of on the edge of my seat in a way the whole time thinking because there's always like a show going on somewhere in here and it always gives always gave me that feeling of those shows that make me uncomfortable yes so for that reason I always felt kind of wary and never totally relaxed now, even though i love the building yeah can I, can I ask you do you feel that way because you this is weird because it's a disney thing no it'd be if it were any any if it were if i were in vegas if i were someone you know in a it, I, it would be the same in any context i think it's just it's just interesting because i feel like and and i i don't agree with this but i think there is this overwhelming sense of Disney trying to do an adult thing is wasted because adults don't care about Disney doing an adult thing because it would be kind of embarrassing or dumbed down or something. And so, I mean, like, I imagine that some people would be quite put off by the idea. Yeah. Like a nightclub? Tough question. Yeah. I mean, I think it works. It works better now. I mean, as Disney has had to cater to larger and larger groups of people, I mean, more people visit the Disney parks now than ever before. They're, they just have right. larger capacity and more people go. And I feel like there maybe is a bigger adults-only only audience at night than there used to be. Say, you know, in the 70s and 80s at Disney World, they were trying to kind of establish that vibe. That's the whole reason they built Pleasure Island, is because adults had nothing to do. But it also wasn't clear whether adults really wanted anything to do in the evening yeah. or whether they just stayed in the hotels with their kids. Well, it was it was built in in response to a exodus of adults from the Disney property to go to Church Street Station in Orlando. Yes, and, I, yes, and I've heard that. And yeah. so a lot of a lot of people were leaving, it and they were like, "Well, I guess we could build some nightclubs and stuff." But they they built weird nightclubs. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I think well, I think that people are people who like to go to go out to stuff are a little sensitive about being pandered to. You know. Yeah, yeah. Disney's like being pandered to in a theme park and being pandered to in a nightclub setting or a bar setting is a are they're two very different things. Yeah, and Pleasure Island was very pandery, except for the Adventures Club. Yeah, Which, I just you could like say I guess about Pleasure Island is it's in a, a sort of a bad location. It's not very easy to get to. No, yeah, not at all. It's yeah, so I mean, if, if I mean, it seems like they're doing something else with the property, maybe in like twenty years. But I think. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like uh it's it's hard as as you kind of said greg if if it was for adults it's hard because adults are often going to disney world with their kids so they're not necessarily going to leave them behind in the hotel room they're probably going to just you know just stay there just fall and in bed and go it's, to sleep it's, it's, yeah it's it's because they got another day of doing all sorts of stuff with so it's it's a hard one to, and it's you can't really cater to young adults because unlike in anaheim you can't just walk in off the street and be at Pleasure Island. Nah. It, I mean, true. you are on the Walt Disney World property. Now, Pleasure Island, if they wanted to build something like that again, I feel like would be much better suited if they replaced all of downtown Disney in Anaheim with such a thing. Yeah. 
And because you know, I feel like that would be a better environment. With kids who have grown up with Disneyland and are now adults, I think that there's a much better chance of making something like that that's successful. Because there are a lot of younger people who go to Disney for fun now. And that wasn't, I, I don't know that that was the case. At Disneyland, I agree with you. Yeah. I see a lot a lot of younger people like in their you know early, mid-20s go, go there and have fun, especially in the evenings. Yes. But I don't. It's a much bigger draw for locals than Disney. That's what I mean, because yeah. You, yeah. You're, you're, it's in Anaheim. It's in, you know, it's around LA, so it's pretty easy for someone to get there and just go in there. Yeah. But it's not so easy in Florida that something like this, something that is an adult's you know, kind of attraction mm-hmm. is not really well suited. You know, I, you know, there's a no, there's one other element that's important to note too is the the demographics of Los Angeles and the demographics of Orlando, Florida are very different yes. from just from a just from a, an industry standpoint. You know, in LA, you've got actors and writers and directors and people who really like things that thing like the things that Disneyland has to offer. And Orlando is just I bet the I bet the locals hate Disney World in Orlando straight up. <laughs> I bet I bet they don't have the same affection for Disney uh, for for Disney World that uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, I bet I bet because yeah, I think there's I think there's a fair amount of people that grew up in the LA area that went to Disneyland all the time and and hold it very fondly in their hearts. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that same kind of vibe is with anybody in. Florida. We're going to get a hundred emails of, of, from people oh, yeah, in Orlando. We totally are. <laughs> I love that place. What are you so, talking about? So right now, it seems like what they're maybe going to do since 2010, so that's like a bajillion years ago, they said they're going to make this thing called Hyperion Wharf. Uh-huh. And Crystal Sp- no, Disney Springs? Yeah. Disney Springs. Yeah. And, then, and now Disney Springs yeah. as of earlier this year. So I just, um, okay. That's yeah. all. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to say there. And I think it's going to be primarily expanding out the shopping, the, the shopping and restaurants aspect of Downtown Disney, and yes, not which, so much you know, the nightlife. There's, night there's a shortage of in yeah. general, so I'm glad that they're catering to that. Yeah, there's no place to shop in Downtown Disney. I suspect it'll be a little. I have no idea because I, I I haven't got a straight, a real sense of what it's like. I suspect it'll be a little more like Anaheim's Downtown Disney versus Florida's. Yeah, I feel like that one's got a little more life to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's what they're maybe doing. Maybe it just has a life, though, because you have to walk through it. Well, that's part of it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely part of it. Because mm-hmm. I think I think in the morning, it's very dead. But in the evening, when you're walking back to the hotel, and there's a billion things vying for your attention, it's much easier for that place to feel alive. Yeah. You know, it's always felt like it's, it's pretty popping, actually, every yes. time I've been there. Yes. And for the first time ever, it seems like some people that I went with to Disneyland were cool with it yeah that weirds me out because i'm not really cool with downtown disney it's not it's not really my thing it needs to be more disney downtown disney feels like a giant rainforest cafe to me well it sounds like no it feels like a mall yeah and i don't like that i don't want it to feel like a mall and it feels like a mall because you got all these companies that i'm like yeah hands what are you doing here yeah like i don't i mean I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me but you have those those disney properties every once in a while like you got the Marceline Confectionery. I'm just like I don't know if anyone cares about that, right? At all. But that's the one. That's one of the only Disney properties there. Yeah, because it's yeah. you know right down the road from Build a Bear Workshop. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just I'm weirded out with the whole thing because I want it to feel more like a theme park, but I understand they don't want to make it so crazy that there are attractions, right? Right. Well, well that's what was so great about the Adventurers Club because it was. Right. It to- right. and it totally was. You know? 
Right. It was like, uh, like but, imagine. But here's the difference. Like I said before, there's no walking off the street in Orlando. Yeah. So those people that went there, they already paid admission. Yeah, that's true. And because you had to pay admission in to get resort. into Pleasure Island. They already paid for something. Yeah. So they, Disney's already got their money. Yeah. But if it was downtown Disney, then it's not the same. Yeah. That's yeah, true. so there were, there were a lot of problems. I mean, it was sort of tied to the anchor of Pleasure Island, which most of the other stuff was not very compelling, and you had, you basically had to buy a ticket to all those places. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's not in a very good location in terms of being easily accessible from the hotels. It's a, it's a long, long bus ride over there. Yeah, You really got to make an effort. And impossible to walk back. And this would be a hard problem to solve, but I wonder if just Adventurers Club was just too big to sustain its premise in that, like I, I mentioned, Trader Sam's earlier. Trader Sam's seats about you know fifty people maybe, mm-hmm. and I think it, it works really well for that size of crowd. Adventurers Club probably held five hundred people. Yeah, it was and huge, it, and it does expect a lot from the audience. You know, like you touched on upon earlier, there really are two types of people. You know, there are people that enjoy being interacted with by actors, and those that don't. And I would imagine that those that do are vastly outnumbered by those that don't, especially in a tourism setting. You know, yeah, because I think, I think you have to be kind of prepared for it. You know, I am a person who really enjoys that sort of thing, when, especially when it's done right. And even when it's done wrong, they still gravitate to me like crazy. I just have this weird, I don't know, this weird attraction to <laughs> like <laughs> Klingons <laughs> and face characters and people that because I think that I throw off a hey, come fuck with me vibe, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, that so so the Adventures Club was really fun for me. That said, though, it was still pretty easy to not interact. You know, you can. Yeah. It, it was so because Adventures Club is really big, so it's easy to sort of distance yourself from the show a little bit and, and not get quite so close to the, well, you know, to you, the action. Actually, you bring up a really interesting point. It was really confusing when you walk in to figure out what is this place. Yes. Is it a show? It's not really a show. Is it a bar or a restaurant? It's not really those. Yeah. It was really, it's a really different concept. And yes. I, that was very confusing the first time you go there. Yeah. I figured it out. I figured it out. What did you figure out? Instead of whatever they think they should do there, you guys are going to be like so flabbergasted. You guys now think of this <laughs> New Orleans Square. Oh, you know, actually, they were, that brings it, they were going to do that. They were going to build a New Orleans Square over in Lake Buena Vista area. Mm-hmm. I just mean, like, they should build New Orleans Square instead of Pleasure Island because New Orleans Square is already, like, that adult themed environment. Yeah, totally themed. It's, it's totally a natural thing for it to happen. Yep. The, only, the only downside is perhaps you could argue that it's much closer to actual New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, but that's been borne out. I think that people don't care. Yeah. yeah. I think people are happy with it. There, there are concept drawings from the from the late '60s, early '70s that are actually New Orleans Square built in that area. Um, mm-hmm. They were thinking about that a long time ago, actually. But you're right; it's a good idea. And I keep hearing that they are just sort of mothballing the Adventures Club until until we're ready for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I heard that the you know with that sort of Night Kingdom thing at Animal Kingdom, they were talking about bringing the Adventures Club and putting it over there. Uh, mm. Which which does make sense to right. have it be in Animal Kingdom. It would make total sense, and yeah, making bad, a more yeah. vast version of it, maybe with like you know a few different because the Adventures Club you know has had sort of these clusters of rooms, and you could you could duplicate that in a larger building. So you could have like three separate shows going on at the right. same time right. to accommodate a lot of people, and it would be it'd be cool if they could do that because it, it's it's sad to me that it's just sort of gone, you know? 
because right. of of everything that I've ever seen at Walt Disney World, the Adventures Club is my favorite, like hands down. Interesting. Interesting. It's just just hands down. Be just because of the and the ex, the experience of it the second time I went. The first time I went, it was it was dead in there. So when there's not a lot of people there, it's not nearly as interesting. The second time I went, filled with people, and all the rooms were packed, and they were sort of shuttling us to different rooms for different pieces of the show. And I we spent quite a bit of time there. Um, I think we saw two sort of separate shows, and it was all amazing, you know. And the characters were amazing, and they 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 blend puppeteering. Like one of the characters is a, is a puppet up on the wall, um, and there are people characters and. There's like a piano show and a, a, this professor guy who would take you into the map room and show you all this stuff and the trophies and the trophies talk to you. And it's just like it's just crazy good, you know, and um, it's it's just a shame to me that that it's just sort of gone now. Makes me sad. Yeah, a lot of people do that same way. Yeah, it was loved by a lot of people. Yeah. We, we touched on this earlier. The reason that we think it closed down was because of attendance, right? I think I think Pleasure Island's attendance is right. really the problem. Right, that's what I was getting yeah. at. Sorry, not Adventures Club. But yeah, I think Adventures Club was still doing okay, but like, it, Pleasure right. Island had to be a big money drain. Of course, like, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Right now, Pleasure Island has zero attendance. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a weird thing. I, it seems like unless you are totally green lighting, going to build this thing all from scratch right now, you should not close it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, now no. there's a, there's a stage there, and they do some shows. Uh, a friend of mine is an entertainer for uh, for uh, uh, the, for Disney, and she does she does shows at at uh, at currently Pleasure Island and some other things. And that's pretty much all that's there now is they have concerts every once in a while and sort of like just music events, and that's pretty much it. Well, I don't even think that the name Pleasure Island is such a bad idea. If they made it like real Pleasure Island, like from Pinocchio, yeah, it'd be a great idea. I think it kind of was when it first opened too. Like, uh, like <laughs> was but it, really? But though? it was definitely better. The, like, uh, did you the, turn into donkeys? No. I mean, <laughs> all right. But by the time I by the time I had got I got there, it was pretty sad. Like everything else was yeah. sad. The Adventures Club was great. Everything else was sad. What you know, now? It's, it's obviously went, on the downs. When I went, it just the whole place seemed incredibly nineties. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, like neon is everywhere. Well, you know I mean? Disney Quest is certainly there, uh, <laughs> which is something we could probably talk about for a long time. That's another day. <laughs> another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very nineties. It it really has that that sort of sensibility of just sort of like garish and irritating, and <laughs> I don't know. Didn't the Pleasure Island mascot look exactly like that cruddy Mac Tonight character the McDonald's used to have? <laughs> Wasn't it exactly the same as that? I think so. I don't really remember the mascot for Pleasure Island. But yeah, that, that does ring a bell. I think it was a crescent moon wearing a suit or something like that. God, yeah. those commercials used to horrify me when I was there. <laughs> yeah. I hated those commercials. Yes. You loved it. I didn't. I, I really get wigged out by certain anthropomorphic things. <laughs> There's just things that shouldn't be talking to me, and a big moon and a tux isn't one of them. <laughs> I just, I just yeah, don't I'd like be okay it. with that. I think. I think a big moon and a tux is all right. Yeah? What if he was singing right at you? Like right yeah, that's fine. That's like right next big. to you. And that's no problem. Like all up in your business. Oh, 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 oh my God. Duh, duh. They should do what? All New Orleans Square, but then also Tiana's like restaurant. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. That would be awesome. They should totally do that and make it like a show restaurant. Yes. Where, yeah, that'd be great. 
That's a good idea. All right. Yeah, I'm done. Green light it, Louie. I'm done. All right. Dropping the mic. I can't drop the mic. It's sitting on the table. (laughs) 